Hello, welcome to You Lead Podcast. My name is Tina Madeline and I am your host. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of this podcast brought to you by Lead to Lead Network. So if you're whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other platform, or you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much for pressing play. So it's a new month, and we've just come from the month from the month of January where we were talking about vision and we we're talking about casting vision and the steps that you need to take in order whenever you're feeling paralyzed and purpose. We talked about all those things. And now that I believe we're settled into the rhythm of the year, we figured out our pace. Now we want to hit the ground running. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of episodes. So the theme for today's episode is influence. And this is a very key thing that you need to master as a leader as you're moving with your team for the in the execution of your vision, as you're taking steps to realize the goals that you set for yourself, for your team, your organization, your ministry, your family in this year of 2024 or whatever season that you are in, if you're starting a new journey, a new job or whatever it is. So influence. John Maxwell describes leadership as influence. And I want to break it down in this way by this quote that says, um, positional leadership is the least effective form of leadership. Right. So as we're talking about influence, the first thing you need to know is leadership is influence. And the second thing you need to ask yourself is what or how am I influencing my team or my organization to realize the vision or the goals that we have set for this season that we're in? And so positional leadership is the least effective form of leadership. So what does that mean? Think of it this way. Exerting authority based on I'm the boss rarely works. It never works. Instead, what you do when you are forceful in your leadership or in having um, getting people to do what you want based on the position that you hold, what you do instead is you, you evoke feelings of resistance in your team. And that is not what you want. Resistance is an enemy of progress. And so what you want is to have influence. What is influence? Influence implies a level of trust between you and your team. And without trust, they cannot be influenced. Why? Because you have to get your team to make the decision to trust you enough to be influenced by you and the decisions that you make. So we'll get into the relationship of between trust and leadership and your teams in another episode. Um, but for now, what I want you to catch is that without trust, leaders may be able to force their team members to comply with their rules, with their goals, with their instructions or their tasks, but what they forfeit or what they will never see are the three C's that I want to talk about. The, capab the capabilities, the creativity, and the commitment of your team. If you do not have influence, but rather have a forceful nature or use positional leadership to influence your team, you will not get their full capabilities. You will not get their full creativity. You will not get their full commitment. Instead, what you get is the bare minimum. Things will get done, but at the mo at the least effective level. 
So leadership is influence and influence is based on trust. So what you want is to have your team choose to be influenced by you based on their trust in you. This is the way to get maximum results. So we talked about the three C's and now we want to answer the second question, which was, what am I influencing? You need to ask yourself this, or how am I influencing my team? When you figure out the what, you also figure out the how. So what are you influencing? You want to influence head. Think of the three H's, which is head, heart, and hands. As you are casting vision and working with your team, what you want to do is to inspire the heads of your team, the hearts of your team, and you want to inspire their hands as well. When you inspire these three things, you'll be able to get the full three C's, which are their capabilities, their creativity, and their commitment will be at a maximum because you have inspired these three H's. So how do you inspire them and what are the three H's? So the first one is head. You want to influence the head of your team members. So what does this mean? It means that you need to be Whatever tasks and whatever vision you're giving them needs to be intellectually challenging and must appeal to their minds. So in other words, they want, they need to be able to see the growth that is, that the vision or the task entails. I don't know if you've ever had a job that is not demanding of you intellectually. After a while, everything becomes very redundant and very boring and you don't want that for your team because you want them to be able to exert themselves to the maximum and they're able to do that when they feel challenged intellectually. They need to be able to see that the growth that'll come at the end of it, even the growth for the organization, which then brings me to the second H, which is the heart. When we're saying the heart, we're talking about the emotions and the feelings of belonging within your team members. Your team members must be able to connect. So when we're talking about the head, we're talking about intellect. When we're talking about the heart, we're talking about connection. There needs to be a connection within your team. They must feel connected to your vision. Organizational goals and personal goals must align. Okay, so for example, when you go to a job interview, they ask you, where do you see yourself in five years? They don't necessarily want you to say you want to be at that organization in the next five years. What they want to see is, are your goals or the plans that you have aligning with their organizational values for the time that you're going to be there? They want to see that you are in alignment. Alignment breeds creativity. Alignment breeds commitment because they, they see that the fulfillment of the organizational tasks of the organizational vision is actually a fulfillment of their own vision. So I've always wondered, watching movies, um, you know, those war type of movies, historical movies where you see people going off to war, people dying for their countries. And I've always wondered, when people do this, why would they actually do that? Like, who wants to go and die? But what I realized is when, when the soldiers are being inspired, they're not, yes, there is the the obvious, which is you're fighting for your country, but the vision is then brought down to their level. And it is you're protecting your family, you're protecting your children. If 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 we don't fight this war, it's going to come to your homes and your children and your and your wives are going to suffer, your well-being is going to suffer. Think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You can't be up at the fifth level before you've taken care of the basic physiological needs of the people. And so this is where this comes in as well. Your vision 
vision and their vision must be an, in alignment. And then finally, the, the H that stands for hands. It entails collaboration. A literal holding of hands, the corny saying teamwork makes the dream work is true. It works that way. You cannot do, you cannot realize the vision by yourself. It doesn't work at all. The Bible says that two is better than one, but three is even better. Why? In community, you are able to achieve more together. So working together to accomplish a shared vision. Think of the Tower of Babel. Um, at the end of it all, when it says that God said this himself, when the people were building up the Tower of Babel, trying to reach the sky, trying to reach the place where God was, they, God came to a realization and he said, if these people, because these people have, have got one mind and they're working together, nothing can tear them apart. They will see the realization of their vision, which was the Tower of Babel. The Bible says that. So what does that say about us? We need to appeal to the hands of our team so that we're holding hands and we're working together in order to see the vision come to pass. And so... This is what we're talking about in this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're just going to go over those points one more time. You need to realize leadership is influence. You must invoke trust in your, in your team members so that you work to the vision together under your influence. And then finally, you're asking yourself, what am I influencing? You're influencing the three H's, head, heart, and hands in order to draw out of your team members their full capabilities, creativity, and commitment. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, email us, um, the, the email is in the description box and make sure that you're in touch with us. If you have any feedback, feel free to give it to us. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Tina Madeline and this was You Lead Podcast. Mm -hmm. Good.